You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Let me begin with just a brief opening statement to set the stage. Gabby Petito's parents have asked the law firms of Parker and McConkie and Zimmerman Boer to represent them in a lawsuit against the Moab police for their negligent failure to first understand the law and enforce it, and second, for the wrongful death of their daughter. In this regard, this morning, we have filed a notice of claim, which is the first step in initiating future litigation. Gabby's parents are bringing this lawsuit to honor Gabby's legacy by working to save the lives of victims of domestic violence throughout the United States and the world. This lawsuit is only one part of a broader effort to raise awareness of intimate partner violence and its potential dangers. They have set up the Gabby Petito Foundation. This foundation has already donated hundreds of thousands of dollars to groups focusing on intimate and domestic violence including a $100,000 donation last week to the National Domestic Violence Hotline, which I'm sure you're aware of. They hope their efforts to help will save lives and give meaning to the senseless, avoidable, and tragic murder of their daughter. Ryan? Good morning and thank you for being here. As uh, my partner Jim said, uh, my name is Brian Stewart um, and I'm grateful to be with you today and grateful for your attention to this important case. Um, I, I will just say that uh, at the outset that the, the purpose of this lawsuit is uh, is just one part of the family's broader effort to raise awareness and education for to protect victims of domestic violence and to help make sure that our governmental institutions are are held to account and that they are given the resources and training that they need to do their jobs in the effective way that they would want to and and to do it in a way that protects the most vulnerable members of our society and will prevent tragedies such as this one from happening again our our purpose in in, in filing the lawsuit and, and the family wants to be clear about this is not to punish individual officers but is to 
honor the efforts of dedicated police officers. And while it is tough to do, we feel a responsibility to support them by demanding that changes needed to help them do their job better will be, will be accomplished. We believe that the only effective way to correct these problems is to hold our institutions accountable for their failures, including in law enforcement. But as we said, this is just part of a, a larger effort to help other people uh, and other victims of domestic violence understand that there are resources and that there, there are helps available and that they can uh, rely on those and rely on the response of law enforcement. Um, the family will, will tell you but that they, throughout this last year, have been uh, received many, many messages from victims of domestic violence who have told their stories of how they were inspired to get out of dangerous situations and to protect themselves and to seek out resources. And again, while it is difficult to do these things for the family, they feel a, a responsibility to honor Gabby's le legacy by, by doing this work. Hey lovely listeners and welcome back to Crime Analyst. I wanted to give you a quick update on recent events in Gabby's case and ensure that you had the latest news. And this is big, big news in Gabby's case. On the 8th of August, almost a year to the date of the Merb City police stop of Gabby's white van, Gabby's mother Nicole and stepfather Jim and Gabby's father Joe and stepmother Tara filed a notice of intent to sue Moab City Police in Utah. Now in the clip at the top of the episode, you heard two of the lawyers, Jim McConkie and Brian Stewart of Parker and McConkie, lay out why the family are bringing the lawsuit at a press conference on the 8th of August. The lawsuit names the Moab City Police Department and specifically names three of its officers, Palmer, Pratt and Robbins. There are also ten other unnamed defendants. Now the lawsuit accuses them of negligent failure to first understand the law and enforce it, and they also accuse all of the defendants of wrongful death, saying that Gabby's death was caused by their wrongful acts or neglect. They're seeking $50 million in damages. Now the lawyers acting on behalf of Gabby's family have said that this is about accountability and it's part of a broader range of things that Gabby's family are doing to ensure domestic abuse victims get the help they need when law enforcement are called. We have to learn the lessons and as I always say accountability and transparency are important. Calling it like it is I mean, you would expect it with any other agency or business when the stakes are so high, wouldn't you? And let's put it in context. Domestic abusers and stalkers are one of the leading causes of women's death in America and all over the world. And so it matters. It matters a great deal. The police must be trained by specialists like myself. The police response must be right. First time, right time is always my mantra. 
And you know what? If police leaders saw this as a priority and invested in expert-led training and ensured investment and accountability in their own police officers, we would be in a very different place. But the reality is, in America and all across the world, male violence against women is not prioritised, with catastrophic consequence. Now, professionally speaking, these cases are not easy to win. The state of Utah does have a governmental immunity statute, but Gabby's family lawyers are arguing there is some conflict in terms of the governmental immunity statute and the Utah Constitution's protection of the right to bring causes of action for wrongful death. And Gabby's family lawyers are arguing that their right to bring a wrongful death suit should not be infringed. And I'm fairly certain, reading between the lines, that they'll be citing other cases of police failure by Moab City Police. Calling all lovers of mystery. Prepare to don your detective hat in June's Journey, a free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. Take a trip in time to the glitzy 20s and play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. The thrill is endless with new chapters added weekly, allowing you to not only enjoy the detective adventure, but also to personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. I've already told you about the chief stepping down and other members of staff being investigated. Also, Parker and McConkie successfully represented the families of Lauren McCluskey and Zyphan Dong, two students who were brutally murdered, having reported domestic abuse and the men who terrorised them to the University of Utah. They were not only badly let down, but were placed further at risk. Zyphan's parents said that the university had failed their daughter. They told NBC News via their lawyer, We trusted the University of Utah with our daughter's safety, and they betrayed that trust. They knew Zyphan was in serious danger, but failed to protect her when she needed it the most. We do not want her death to be in vain. Both Saifan and Lauren's murders were preventable in my opinion. I did deliver some training in the wake of Lauren's murder at the University of Utah, and I know the case well. Now Gabby's family had to file the motion within the year that Gabby was murdered, and of course, the exact date of that is not known. But I'll be sharing my timeline of events in a later episode. Also, just to be clear, the notice of intent is a precursor to a lawsuit, and the government now has 60 days to respond. This is going to prove very interesting. This team of lawyers have a good proven track record in these cases, and in my opinion, they have a good case. And of course, I'll keep you posted as things unfold. Now that having been said, nothing will bring Gabby back, but this is about honouring Gabby learning the lessons, responsibility-taking, and accountability, and setting the record straight. Actions, or lack thereof, have consequences. Women matter. And there's much more to come from me on Gabby's case, so stay tuned. Until next time, be curious, 
ask questions and always trust your instinct. Here's my final two cents before the episode wraps. If you like what I do, please take two minutes to leave a five-star review wherever you listen to Crime Analyst or on the website www.crime-analyst.com. It really helps others find me and also helps with the ratings. Crime Analyst is written, produced and hosted by me, Laura Richards. Sound engineering by Jason Sheasley at Abridged Audio. Cover art and graphics by Chris Raybottom at Syndicate and music by Kilrood. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.